Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Clay. As with me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing on this 42nd episode? Oh, Clay, we made it to 42, so I'm feeling fantastic. Yeah. Um, I also feel 42 because <laughs> I'm pretending to be an athlete again, and uh, my body hurts. Well, that'll happen. Once you, once you turn that ripe old age of 30, it all goes downhill. <laughs> wake up and your back's like we hurting today i tried to warn you but you've decided to go ahead and have the birthday anyhow <laughs> yeah I know what you're thinking i tried to stop it and uh it just wouldn't it just wouldn't it, i i had no choice can't stop won't stop <laughs> can't stop this train uh. but yeah it's been a while it's been it's been like two two and a half months yeah, here weeks <laughs> Wheat months, sure, yeah, yeah, like so, yeah, <laughs> like ten weeks or whatever it's been. Um, it's been busy, um, at least for me. It's been yeah. busy. It's been tough to align our schedules. It has, um, but we're here. We're here right now. We're doing it. Episode forty-two: The Meaning of Life. The meaning of life. That is that is the title of this episode because, well, why wouldn't it be? I mean, did we have a choice? Much like no. my aging, I don't think we could call this episode anything else. No, absolutely not. It was foretold. We are believers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. Busy, 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 busy. Been uh, been a busy few months. Wrap, wrapped up a big project at work. I mean, that's it's like a year's worth of work wrap that up so that was uh it's a little chaotic yeah i bet have any um cyberpunk like issues with, no. with release no not no. uh nowhere near that level of a mess no i mean despite everything it's still still a good game but yeah i mean i yeah. i never really had issues with i mean obviously there were bugs but like Playing on PC, it was totally playable, so... Yep. I just... I still need to go back and finish it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. There's still a few endings that I I keep telling myself I need to do. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they, like... Uh, I think there was news they refunded, like, 30,000 copies. Really? Of that game, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how bad it was, but I, I knew that they were definitely giving out refunds. Well, look, I mean, they're not the first game to botch a release. And they're not, I mean, it's... And they're not going to be the last. No, they're definitely not. And it's not like it's CD Projekt Red, like, they make good games. Like, The Witcher 3, people people wrote articles, like, when Cyberpunk came out, and they're like, remember The Witcher 3 was a mess when it came out, too. Right. And that... I'm pretty sure I have multiple copies of that. So... (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, they'll get it right eventually. 
I mean, No Man's Sky got it right eventually. Did they? Yeah. Oh, it's a great game now. Is it? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just remember hearing everything about uh, about it being rough, and then I don't think I ever heard anything again. Yeah, they, I mean, they just... they just, I mean, it's kind of the route to go if you're going to make a game, right? Just hype it up as much as possible, get all the money on release, and then use that money to, you know, create more content for it. and Yeah. And then, you know, make fans happy or make people, you know, buy it again or whatever. Right. It's basically what No Man's Sky did. A bunch of free updates and a lot of them, and the game's pretty darn good. Where it's at, man. I know yeah. we've talked about it before. Like, I would still be playing even more Grand Theft Auto. If <laughs> right. We just came out with they just did. more free expansions. Just more single-player stuff, man. I'd still be playing it. But yeah. no, online's where it's at, apparently. We're going to be a rootin' tootin' cowboy, too. Yeah. <laughs> On the line. Rootin' tootin' cowboy shootin' too. <laughs> yeah, same thing there. It, like, they're just focusing online with that, and if they made more single-player stuff, that'd be pretty neat. <laughs> that'd be pretty... Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, Ryan, before we get into this episode here, I feel like... We've almost we've almost gone too far. We need to dial it back here. I know it's been a while. We're a little rusty. I I don't I don't feel as loose as I normally would for one of these episodes. So I think we gotta. I don't. Yeah, I think we really need to spend some time here to to kind of warm up. Um, yeah, man. Don't want to tear any muscles here. No brain muscles. That would be the worst. You ever have a brain cramp? It's rough. It's bad. Can't think the whole rest of the day. Yeah. Bad time. So let's let's warm up here. Uh, we're gonna start it off. Let's start it off with music, Ryan. What have you been music. listening to lately? Oh, no. In the last two and a half months here. Hmm. I'm uh, sure I it's just been one thing. So not a single song um, <laughs> in the last two and a half months. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I uh, I don't think that I've been listening to anything in particular again. Like it's kind of. Uh, kind of just been a mix of of my faves you know i've been playing a bunch of motion city soundtrack as classics you know throw some of that radio on um run the jewels all that stuff i don't know that there's like a single uh a single album or thing that came out that i was like super hyped about i listened to it's hard to to remember for sure but yeah, I think I've just been doing uh just been doing the regular stuff, man. Um oh yeah, uh, Serge. Serge Tonkian. That guy. He had, he had an EP come out. That's pretty neat. <laughs> um How neat is that? How neat is that? Yeah, I uh <clears throat> listen to that. That was solid. Oh man, the plugs I met too. Uh, Benny the Butcher and, and Harry Fraud. That's a solid, solid mixtape, solid album. Um, they knocked out of the park again. That uh, I would definitely suggest that if for my my hip hop fans out there for sure. Eep up, peep up, anonymous. Mm -hmm. 
make fun of the delivery guy. It's not his fault he can't read. <laughs> um, nah, man, yeah, just just regular stuff. I mean, I uh, spent a couple days playing just straight up DMX for a little while there. Yeah. All right, rest DMX. in peace. Yeah, we played so, uh, we played him before uh, our one of our playoff games, our hockey playoff games, beer league. Just yeah, brought it in. It was actually it was that same day he died. We had a game and just just pump up the jams, you know. Yeah, do it. We were barking all over the place. <laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta do it for the man. Yeah. What uh? What have you been listening to, man? Anything been uh, tickling your eardrums recently? Yeah, just kind of. Yeah, I mean, kind of like you, just kind of. A lot of usual favorites, uh, just mixing it up and jumping from stuff to stuff. I know Foo Fighters released a new album. Um, during that time, we were away. Um, I, I didn't think it was their best stuff, but, I mean, it's Foo Fighters. I'll listen to right. it. I'll listen to it a few times. Um, Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Um, yeah, some new stuff from um, Royal Blood. They had some new tracks come out. Saw them in concert a few years ago. They were opening act for Queens of the Stone Age. Royal, Royal Blood's a pretty fun band to see live. Oh, really? Um, I mean, they're just a two-piece. It's just a, They're just a drummer, and the lead singer is a bass player. But he, like has a bass that he runs through multiple amps to get like more of a guitar sound out of it or more oh, really? like a you know a regular guitar sound cool but it's uh yeah it's uh they're they're pretty fun to to go and see in concert whenever whenever that becomes a thing again oh one day we've yeah. got uh we had tickets to the Fallout Boy, Weezer, and uh, someone else. The Hella Mega Tour is what it was. I gotta Google it. I don't <laughs> want to disrespect the third band. <laughs> yeah, that would not be not be good. They're gonna they might they're gonna hear about this. <laughs> Green Day, damn. Uh, Green Day, Fallout Boy, Mi- and Weezer. Green Day is the third band that you couldn't think of. Yeah, for some reason I, I like so. Catherine's a huge Fallout Boy fan, so I got the tickets like last year two years ago whenever it was so that we could see fallout boy i love weezer obviously i love green day but like i just remember it in my head as like the concert we're going to for fallout boy for Catherine. yeah um, sure but yeah they uh they rescheduled that i mean that's our our tour date is in august so i mean that's a that's a lineup right there hell yeah man i'm and... uh I'm excited. Weezer, Fall Out Boy, and Green Day. That's. I don't. I don't know if I've. I've. Ne- I've obviously never been to a concert that has had like outside of freaking festivals. Right, festivals. For but sure. like, is it like an arena concert or? Yeah, it's gonna happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's at Wrigley. Oh, it's at Wrigley. Okay. Like, just one one single stage. They should set up three stages, like one in left field, one in center field, one in right field, and they all just play at the same time, like competing against each other. 
and just a straight up battle the bands between Weezer, Fall Out Boy, and Green Day. Just, just like guitar solo battles. (laughs) Guitar solo point to the other, the other (laughs) band. They're like, yes, should totally do that. That would be amazing. Like who's the who's the headliner? I guess. <laughs> like I think it's Green Day. I mean, I would say it'd have to be Green Day. Yeah, I mean, like they're billed in the order of Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer, so I would assume that would be okay. reverse order of when they when they go on. Okay, but that is a that is a solid lineup to see with uh with the Interrupters as an opener. A fourth band is the opener. Yeah, man. For three other bands. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to spend in Illinois that night, but it's probably going to be a right. while. When does, this, when does this start? How long does each band play? I got work the next day. You do, you're going, you Amtracking it down? I'm just going to... You know what? Does Amtrak go to Wrigley Field? I don't know. Or do you have to go all the way to Union Station and then take the... Take the... What is it? The L... Oh, to go to no. Wrigley, like go back up north. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, you dude, have to I, backtrack? Have, I have no idea. I didn't. We didn't get to the. Obviously, we didn't get to the point of like planning the trip at all. But you I'm have no idea the, at some point. No idea of the logistics of this. You don't yeah, know how you're even, gonna get down there. Not even one. I mean, I think, I think you're right. I think it would be <laughs> ideal to take a train down there to some extent. You, you can't really drive to Wrigley. I mean, you can, but you can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then good luck like if you the, do. I guess. I mean, I do like the L. It's uh, it's just such a novelty. I mean, as a person from, I mean, we don't, we don't have it here. It's like a bus, obviously. Right. Like, for some reason, it's just a for some train. reason, every time I'm in Chicago, and I ride the L, I'm like, this is neat. <laughs> <laughs> How neat is this? I'm, I'm on an elevated train. That's what the L stands for, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, just in case. Just in case. Thing. You didn't it's know. Its whole gimmick is that it's in the air. Yeah. When you're walking through Chicago, the streets of Chicago, you see the you see the train tracks kind of flying overhead. Like, that's the L. That's that. And then that's... if you're on the right street, they did Batman there. Right. They also did Batman in Pittsburgh. But the best Batman was in Chicago. Oh, yes. Dark Knight was the best Batman. Don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything you have to say. No. In relation to that. Yeah. So, but, yeah, other other than kind of just the usuals, I, I started kind of listening to a lot of, like, post-rock type of music. You know, M83, just music that is just very ambient and then just builds up to a climax and yeah i don't know yeah. i enjoy that type of music but uh nothing like you know nothing nothing crazy though um, yeah man i i don't uh i don't think i've been like i said there's not been anything too crazy Speaking speaking of DMX, going back a little bit here. <laughs> I know this great segue, by the way. Um, I I do, I just realized. So like one of my favorite bands, especially when I was younger, was Sum Forty One. Yeah. And their 
first music video that they ever did, DMX was in it. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think they were in the, they were on the same label and DMX was just like, I want to be put in a punk music <laughs> video. And so he was in the Sum 41's video. Just yeah. riding he was just like riding along on like a little like I don't think it was a was it like one of those little motorized like oh, cars? Oh, ATV. He's yeah, like ATV. On All right. Inside of a house. Yeah. What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> In like a cutoff. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny how you learn stuff, or it it never seems to fail to amaze me. Like after prominent like people or musicians die or you know un unfortunately like you learn cool stuff about them only after that fact right right well, i mean for some people for other people it's you learn some really bad stuff about them <laughs> yeah I but mean. but whenever you like like i learned that i was like no way <laughs> like, <laughs> like never never would have even thought that he would have been in a sum 41 video yeah. And I've seen that video many times. I just never really thought of it as, or I never really made the connection that that was DMX. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he was, uh, according to this article, he was filming Exit Wounds. Ah, yes, yes. In Toronto, and in some 41, they yeah. were there. They were well, like, yeah. good old Canadian band. Yeah. Cool if DMX was in this video. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't think it was some forty-one that like asked for DMX to be in. I think DMX just was like, just put me in a video or something. Yeah. That's funny. The most random things. I love. I love when little things like that happen. Right, little cameos. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sign me up. <laughs> Man, if, if if it was back then, and I would have known about it, that would have been something I would have looked forward to. I definitely would have been like, you know what? DMX, Sum 41, together? I need to be in that general area. <laughs> but unfortunately, neither one of us. But... <laughs> Yeah. Us here now, we have to be looking forward to something, right? Something. Anything. It literally anything. Literally anything. What what are you looking forward to, Bob? Well, number one, looking forward to getting some five G in my life. Hell yes. I feel like I got I got the I got the four G right now. Right. Got the, the first shot. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like a logarithmic scale, so it's not like it's, you don't get 2.5 and then 2.5, you get four and then you get upgraded to the five. Right, right, right. Right. So I'm and I'm getting that on good old Cinco de Mayo. Is my second my second dose. I mean, it's the perfect time. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. I mean, you just then you just wait two weeks and then get out there. Right. Um, right. <laughs> Revenge of the Fifth. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that. It's, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. It, it's, you know, we talked about it back in our last episode, back in, you know, beginning of February, where 
you know, we were coming up on this time. It seemed like there was light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And, well, here we are, you know, just recently they've opened it up, at least here. I know right. Canada is a little bit different <laughs> or other places around the world, but in the United States and in most of the states, um, pretty much anyone above the age of 16 can, you know, are eligible to get the vaccine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was like, I was like the last group. So, right. um, you know, I had to wait a long time. I, I believe my parents both have their second shots, so they're all... They're all ready to party it up down in Arizona. Oh, yeah. My, my mom's ready to get out there and rage. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a retiree. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, it's awesome getting stuff out there. I know like, a couple of my coworkers, like, uh, one of them got their first dose yesterday. Another one got their second. Um, so, yeah, we're close, man. I mean, it's we're not one on, we're not out of it yet obviously but no but the more people that get vaccinated the better right 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 for sure and yeah that's the unfortunate part you have a group of people that probably won't ever get it <laughs> yeah and to some extent like i i honestly i can't blame them in some ways you know like yeah it depends on the reason yeah and i mean like i i literally I got handed the paperwork for the stuff and it's, I'm like, oh yeah, I am technically a guinea pig. Um, and yeah. it's like that, that's a thing I, they sent out, they did this, uh, V-safe thing. I don't know if you signed up for it, but like, I did not know. They just send you like a text. They send me a text like every day for a few days. And then like, I think once a week they're doing, but it's like, how are you feeling today? And it's like, yeah, I do have a headache. But it's not the vaccine. It's yeah, just life. <laughs> right. um, so I'm just gonna say no. It's not. It's not part of that. But yeah, I get it. I mean, like, if you're not cool with taking something that's technically still experimental, or yeah, it's it's not like, fully you know FDA approved because it's yeah. it just hasn't been enough time. This is you know this thing has been fast tracked because this is a once in a century century yeah <laughs> kind of pandemic that we're dealing with so um i mean i i was the guinea pig of of people getting the vaccine while hung over oh so that was yeah, yeah I, I mean you know they asked me a question you know are you feeling sick today you got a headache i mean <laughs> yes but not not because of covid <laughs> Yeah, but uh, don't worry about it. I just had <laughs> I just had one beer last night. Um. Just 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 one. I just swear. So and you know what? I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling that's all good. right. But I uh, mean that's that's a thing for anyone out there that's concerned that their hangover will impact their vaccination. It seems like at least according to Clay, you'll be just fine. I know. I know it's a very small sample size. You know, and n of one. <laughs> size <laughs> but a hundred percent hundred percent that's fact i mean you can't beat that right you literally, you literally can't it's impo it's mathematically impossible right right what are you gonna do are you gonna give 110 percent? you can't it's impossible can't do it can't do it no matter what my coach asks of me i can't do it <laughs> coach Sorry. i'm gonna give you all i got but i I'm gonna be honest. I just can't give you a hundred and ten. It's just, it's, uh, it's not a thing. No, 
Nope. <laughs> but yeah, getting close. Getting close. More people get it, the better. Should uh, should at least see some sort of normalcy this year. I've, I mean, I'm already seeing kind of normalcy happening. Um, you know, you know me, Ryan. I'm a pretty, pretty avid golfer. Yeah, man. I, I wouldn't say I'm a pretty good golfer, but I'm pretty avid. You golfer. love to golf. Love the game. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you're good. Like, you know. I like to swing the golf bats a little bit. You know. Someone's got to. Mm-hmm. And and if anyone's gonna do it, it should be you, right? Why not me? Why not me? Why, Why not, me? not now? Why not? <laughs> yeah, and um, so last year, you know, during the whole pandemic, I mean, golfing was something you could do. It's an outdoor activity. It's on wide open land, you know, for yeah. the most part. You know, it's lots of acres of outdoors. You have plenty um, of space. You can social distance out there. Yeah, and, uh, right. Golf course. Right. But some of the things they did to kind of, you know, at the time, especially trying to limit, you know, spread through, you know, through touching or whatever, which doesn't really seem to be that big of a deal anymore, but... Doesn't seem to be a huge problem. No. Um, not saying it's... It can't spread that way, but right. maybe it is just not the most likely way. Maybe not as bad as you know. Probably not as bad as you know what was potentially originally thought. I mean, I don't blame people for being like extra cautious and saying like, "Great, like be super clean and stuff." Like, I'm not going to be one of those people that are going to be like, "How stupid was that?" I'm going to be like, I would rather be safe than sorry. Right. Like, that's, right. like, that's kind of what I've thought about this whole pandemic situation. Like, especially, you know, early on with all the precautions taken and everything throughout the year. Like, this is something we don't know a whole lot about. You know, we don't know long-term effects. We don't know how it spreads. You know, we have guesses of how it spreads, like ed- educated right. guesses. But as time goes on, you learn more. That's science. And you adjust from that. And I know a lot of people, you know, kind of blame the CDC for changing stances on things and all that stuff. And, yeah, maybe they didn't do the greatest of jobs. But at the same time, right. like, like if you didn't think they were going to change as we went along, as we learned more things about this, I, I, I don't know. necessarily understand how life works. <laughs> right. And um, like that's that's one of the cornerstones of things, right? You you have information, you operate on that information. If you get new information, it's crazy, but in a lot of ways in life you could change your mind. Like it right. can it could just be different. You could be like, Oh, you know what? Pregnant women should smoke cigarettes. That would be great for them. And then one day someone's like, You know what? This is bad for <laughs> just good. everyone involved and you should go you know what, with this new information, I'm going to cut out the smoking while I'm purgering. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's no sh- there's no shame in uh, learning and changing your behavior. No. And, and for me as well, like, so many times in life and in our society, we're very, like, reactive to things. Mm-hmm. And, and for, like, the first time, 
especially on something like this or that's the scale like we're actually we're actually like proactive you know about it yeah um we didn't necessarily do the greatest job of executing that proactiveness right um but i was kind of happy to see you know let's try and do something let's try and take action you know and not wait and, and right. just try and maybe nip this in the butt. It didn't it ended up didn't, not really working, but right. but there know, was an attempt, right? Yeah, like I'd rather you try to do something and get it wrong than not. Yeah. Now I know there was you know some consequences for that, unfortunately, but that's I would say more due to the lack of support, you know, that was given. Yeah. Um, you know, allowing businesses to kind of go under, um, like we just, we just didn't execute very well, but in terms of actually making the decision to be proactive rather than reactive, I I liked it because for, like I said, for once, (laughs) you know, in our society, we actually tried going that route. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like. I mean, I've gone golfing already a couple times this year, and like last year during the whole pandemic, um, to mitigate the whole, you know, transmission through their touch, um, you know, you couldn't take out the pins. They put like little foam noodles in the cups, so you didn't have to really reach down to grab your ball out of the cup. It's just right there. Uh, yeah. They took ball washers away. They took mm-hmm. you know some other stuff away. But the last time I went golfing, all that stuff is gone. It's like yeah. back to back to normal, so it's kind of uh, refreshing, I guess. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's nice seeing some of those little things like that. <clears throat> so, and speaking of which, another thing I'm looking forward to, which is a golf thing at the end of the month here, end of April, beginning of May. Heading up a uh, little, doing a little golf trip. Heading up to a nice, nice little course, little resort course. Up nice. Where in, are you uh, going? The middle of the state, basically. Little Sand Valley. Yeah. Which is uh, in Nakusa, which is just, just south of Wisconsin Rapids. Uh, kind of in between, kind of in between like Wisconsin Dells and Wisconsin Rapids. Yeah. But yeah, pretty excited about that. It's gonna be, should be a good time. First, I mean, it sounds like it's gonna be first time I've really, you know, taken a trip to do like or go to like a resort type of course. Yeah, what's uh, what's the what's the deal with that? Like, what's what's the, what's the big deal with it being like a resort? <laughs> like, what's what's the difference? Well, resort like resort courses, they, I mean, they allow for lodging on site and they have, you know. It, it, they basically make it so it's like you you have a trip that just basically re- revolves around golfing. Oh yeah. You know they have multiple like they have multiple courses on property. They you know have lodging on property. They have dining on property, and and, and they don't just have lodging. Like they're open year round. Like or sorry, they don't just have golf. Um, they're open re- year round. So they have like um, like in the winter there's they got like hiking trails and and other stuff that you can go like. There's fishing there. There's like grass tennis courts if you want to play tennis there. Um, nice. Like it's 
pretty neat place. Uh, excited to go, but I'm I'm more you know the golf guy. So yeah, you're going for the golf. I mean this. I mean if I golfed, man, this one this of these days I'm gonna teach you how to swing that stick. Dude, I'm gonna get out here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out here. I'm gonna get some clubs. I'm gonna teach you how to hit bombs. I'm gonna swing it, and swang. everyone's gonna be like, "My God, <laughs> my that God. guy has an average understanding of the game of golf." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's better than probably the majority of golfers out there. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I, I've, I, I'm sure I've mentioned it on here before, but I, I've just done a terrible job of, of connecting with the ball just generally. So. I can fix that. I, I can get the, you to connect. I need you to be my golf guru, you know? I'll do it. And then I can get out there and I can wreck house against the Weisses with their stupid couple sleeves. Yeah. Look, you you and I will take them two on. Like, <laughs> you know, technically we're not a couple, but we are the Binary Brothers. Well, right, exactly. So, we can be a duo. Exactly. You know? Exactly, and I, I'm pretty sure that's allowed. I, I would say so. I think we're making up the rules, I mean, with this competition. That's, yeah, right. It's sponsored by the Binary Brothers Podcast, so our rules... Yeah, exactly. Make you make the rules, yeah. honestly. And if they win, they cheated, probably. Yeah, they're going down. It doesn't. Even, they, don't, they can cheat all they want. They're going down. You know what? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, that's, but... Exactly, exactly. So... But what are you looking forward to, Ryan? Oh, man. Uh, Besides learning how to swing the golf bat. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, vac- vaccination, for sure. I've got my second should be coming up right around the same time as yours. Um, so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plan it for that, that week slash weekend. Go get it. We'll see. Uh, Catherine didn't have a good time with her with her second dose so we'll see trying to kind of time it to so i'm maybe not if i do end up feeling like trash i don't end up feeling that way for anything important um, smart yeah looking forward to that for sure um football starting back up actually my my league is playing again this year so i'm uh i'm looking forward to doing that again uh, we already started up a little bit. Had a had a practice tryout. I uh, my body definitely is not happy with me about it after you know not doing much of anything over the past <laughs> year and a half since uh, since last season. Yeah, and you guys didn't play last year, so yeah, my team didn't play last year. Some guys played for other teams. Um, so you're not you're like far away from game shape right now. Oh yeah, like I the am, farthest uh, away you could possibly be. I'm in a shape, like um, an amoeba. It's mostly round, <laughs> um, is the shape. So, uh, yeah, I've been I've been working out with my buddies my buddies like home gym, um, there for for a while now. So that's that's been keeping me at least you know a little bit exercised, a little strong here been getting stronger for sure i feel strong just my the rest of my being an athlete right like yeah making athletic moves in general is activating parts of my body that have not right needed to do anything in a while so 
I hear you. But yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. To be honest, like when the season fires up, we we got turf, um, put it in our home field, um, down there at uh, historic Horlick Field in Racine. Historic. So, um, I'm excited. I know a lot of people were did really enjoy the grass field. Um, just generally, like the idea of it. Um, if if it's well kept, a grass field is good, right? Oh, a grass field is the best if it's well maintained. Yeah, and uh, but there's so many grass fields that are not well maintained. <laughs> right, and we played. I mean, I played on that back in high school. And I've been playing on it semi-pro for, you know, six, seven years now. But it, during, like, the football season where, like, when high schools are playing, which thankfully doesn't overlap too much with our season, it starts getting pretty worn out in the middle. You know, it's a it's a city field. So it's, uh, it's nice. I mean, they redid, like, the baseball diamonds and stuff there to um, – yeah, big big turf back. big turf project there. Yeah, so they did a lot of stuff there. So I'm I'm excited just to see, you know, what it looks like, um, how it's gonna be. Get to play on it hopefully. So um I was really excited about the prospect of practicing on it, if that's if that's the thing that we could do. Um because yeah, I mean uh, I mean we had turf in college. I mean we practiced mostly on on that grass field, right? Right, yeah, we only did, like, one practice a week and then a walkthrough, obviously, but... Yeah. But, yeah. So... And I, I think, I mean, I think that's a good... I think that's a good kind of strategy. Yeah. Because um, turf... Like, artificial turf fields, I mean, they are a little bit harder on your body. Yeah. If you're going consistently on them. Um, so, like, you don't want to practice on them all the time. Right. And, I mean, it's, again, it's semi-pro, so, like, we're only practicing once a week. Oh, then uh, it's perfect. You're, you're good to right. go. Right. It's like, it's like if I'm going to have one practice a week, might as well just practice well on, just be turf. on the turf. But, um, yeah, it's, it's we had our first practice last night, actually, at Eugene Grove High School when they have, they have turf, so that was nice. Um, I always relish the opportunity to practice on turf just because um, the grass field we have to practice on is not like a super great field. Um, yeah, I hear you. <clears throat> so anytime we get a good surface, I'm really, really happy about it. But yeah, looking forward to it, man. I mean, teams, as is the nature of semi-pro teams, have uh, teams have left the league, teams have joined the league. Um, you know, it's always it's always a thing. Teams pop up, teams change leagues. Teams fold, generally. Yeah. Shout out to Dale. Folding, <laughs> folding teams. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically what I'm looking forward to, man. Getting getting vaccinated and getting back out there and playing some to, pigskin. Trying to push some other grown men around. Right. Yeah. Move some weight. Yeah, that sounds uh sounds pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Like I mentioned, kind of just getting back to normal and you know playing semi-pro football for ryan is i mean that's kind of back to normal a little bit yeah so yeah whatever you can do or you know whatever is normal in your life that you're able to kind of starting to get back to i think 
I think that's just going to help everyone's kind of psyche, their mindset and mental health. Yeah, man. Because it's been a tough, it's been a tough year. It's been a long road to ruin. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely been, it's been crazy. I mean, a lot of things have been, I mean, we're obviously preaching the choir for a lot of people here, but like, yeah, things have just been different, you know, like I've, where you see me now is where I've been working for over a year now. Same here. (laughs) Same here. So like it's. It's crazy to not be in an office. You know, I've seen my coworkers face to face only a couple times. I haven't seen a lot of a lot of my friends and whatnot. So it's nice to just start getting back to some form of normal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what is getting back to normal? Freaking Apple releasing crap. Oh, yeah. Said it. I said it. Apple, uh, Apple just again can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they're gonna get that. Uh, they're gonna get that paper for sure. Um, not for yeah, me. Dude. Not for me. <laughs> not for me for sure. I. Uh, I know, like. Weiss seems to think I have, like, an, a personal vendetta <laughs> against Apple. I don't. It's just not for me. Um, I don't know. The uh, They did have their event, though, right? I think that was... Uh, April 2021 event. 420. They did a 420, a 420 spring loaded. They would. They would so, and they did. They would. They did california boys um so their their stuff in general i one thing i want to talk about is just they really go off with the cinematography oh that's their yeah i mean they're they've always been built on design and creative first essentially yeah and so whenever they do an unveiling or anything to to showcase something they're gonna they're gonna put everything they can into making it look as good as it can and that means great cinematography all the all the effects in the world yeah no i mean no expense spared and they they like inspire i feel like they inspire other people to do stuff like i remember when the first surface studio came out the microsoft announced that the video that they did for that was like nuts like they went all out they it reminded me of apple doing like they got all these parts that they're showing and they're they're the the screws screwing in and doing all the stuff and the music and it's like exploded view yeah this is this is what apple does i mean they do stuff like that and uh uh marquez brownlee he uh i always like to see what he tweets about I mean, I've, I obviously, like, I follow all, like, all of his stuff in general. Like, I follow him on Twitter, I Instagram, I watch his videos all the time. Like, I like the guy. He does an awesome job. M- MKBHD. On, yeah, MKBHD. On Twitter and Instagram and mostly YouTube is where he's kind of known from. Yeah. Tech, tech YouTuber, basically. <clears throat> For sure. Probably the, probably the biggest tech YouTuber, honestly. Yeah, dude, he's... He's huge. I mean, uh, 
I know you you know. I don't know if anyone else, if anyone listening knows, but I love uh, D brand stuff. They're uh, skins. They make skins for everyone watching. We got MKBHD icons. Oh, look at that! Fancy. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I mean, like he's huge, right? Um, huge. I I always like you know because he's he's you know our age, a couple years younger, I think. Um, yeah, he golfs. Did you know that? He does golf. Yeah, I I saw that he he was out there <clears throat> doing There's the thing, swinging the sticks. Swing the sticks. Yeah, he golfs. He's he also plays like pro uh, ultimate frisbee. Yeah, he does. That's uh, he's a he's, he's a, a lanky boy. boy. He's a lanky boy. Yeah, dude. He's uh, he's got huge hands. He's got huge. large wingspan and huge hands. Like pretty much perfect for ultimate frisbee. Yeah, man. He's just out here, uh, out here crushing it. Like I could, I could throw a frisbee and he'll catch it. Yeah, doesn't My, doesn't matter where you. Put I it. I don't know how to throw a frisbee very well, but he would find a way to catch it. He'll he'll get to it. He'll get worry. to it. He'll make me look good. Yeah, so like he, uh, obviously, like he's he's been doing it for a long time, but he's like a, a little bit of a fanboy of like Apple cinematography, as I think probably a lot of people are, and it's just funny when he when they have an event, and he just tweeted about it when it was happening he's like video team so tim how much are you allowed to spend on transitions and tim just goes yes yes tim, um, tim cook is who he's referring to there yeah. tim apple tim apple that's right <laughs> as the old trumpster would have good said old. did say um good, good old good old what he's ceo right or is he yeah yeah okay but yeah he uh Again, like the, the the like closing shot of the video, like when I I tuned in, I tuned in super late, so I got to see like the closing shot of Tim Cook saying like, "Oh, here's all the things we talked about," and they did kind of thing. They clearly did it with a drone, did some stuff, and I'm like, one great job on the <laughs> drone footage and everything. But two, Apple's campus is nuts. The freaking spaceship! It is gigantic. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I'd seen it multiple times, but I don't know that I had ever really realized how huge it was until they panned out. They did. They flew the drone up, and I'm like, "Holy crap! That's that's a large amount of space. That's a huge area. Like that huge green area on the inside." Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's nuts. nuts. Yeah, yeah. There's some uh, um, there's some good like YouTube videos out there that go over like the architectural design of it and everything, and and the and the problems that it's had too. Yeah. Um, like you know, open floor space, like you know, a lot of offices have gone to recently, but like mm -hmm. it's so like so clean there's like windows everywhere people were running into windows because <laughs> like, like they like a dog you know running into a screen or whatever yeah um so like people are posting like sticky notes on these windows to, so that people know that there's actually yeah. like glass there so they don't run into it i'd imagine being on the cleaning crew just <sighs> 
you just never stop, right? You just start. <laughs> you start at one part of it, and you loop. You just constantly you just, loop just around. Loop, just, just loop infinite loop, cleaning. Just cleaning all of the glass. You get by a place. Somebody's calling you. There's a spill. I'll get there next week. Okay, next I gotta go. Hour. I gotta keep going this way. I've got another six, seven, eight hundred yards of glass to clean. I don't. I can't go back. I just have to keep going this way. The inner I'm, circle. I'll I'm get the, it on my way past. I'm the clockwise dude. I can't go backwards. <laughs> We're not allowed. I can't. We're not allowed. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's such yeah, it's a nuts, nuts place. Um, I mean, it just it just tells you how much money Apple makes. It's yeah, it's insane. <laughs> They make a dumb amount of money, which good for them. Good, good for them, I guess. They did it. I'll tell you what. Not my money. I just can't justify the the price. No, the the price is, it's, yeah, it's way more expensive than I want to spend on, on those types of things or or tech. Um, you, you can get comparable tech for cheaper. That's the thing for me is like, I mean, when it comes to laptops, one, just the stuff that I do and I use are like, it's stuff that just works better on Windows or is more fleshed out on Windows. So it's like, it's just not, it's a non-starter for me when it comes yeah. to that. But again, like you said, like a comparable a comparable computer and it's it's we're starting to get into an area right where like it's probably still comparable to some aspect but with their new m1 chips right with their new their own apple silicon right yeah we're maybe getting to a point where it might be a little bit more difficult to compare but there's always going to be some sort of benchmarking out there where you can you can do an apples to oranges comparison and uh yeah I, I mean the thing is i think and the big thing is like especially with with me like you can't you can't really build your own apple computer right yeah. you, you can't that's i mean that's what like my pc is my computer like you can buy parts you can upgrade parts individually as time goes whereas you know you you don't have that type of control over a mac it's all just what you get is what you get and hopefully right. now thankfully like apple products last a good amount of time like they're pretty... and that's that's one of the things that i like i give apple a lot of credit for is the tight integration between their hardware and their software yeah that makes their products last longer and work better yeah yeah um, when you have the vertical integration like that vertical monopoly of, of stuff right you can do that and yeah you integrate everything kind of seamlessly like you said, hardware, software, um, and then that's kind of their thing. You know, you look at their products and how they're designed, and you know, they're pretty. For the most part, they're they're pretty good to look at, right? They, yeah. They've had some high class, you know, designers over the years um, designing their products, and I mean, that's kind of what they're known for. Is their creative, yeah. creative stylist stylistic designs i mean you look at the apple stores you know they're yeah they're full glass you know they're they just jut out of 
of every other building that's or any other store that's in the mall or any other building that's you know on that street like yeah man they're essentially landmark landmarks in the malls that they're in right like like you said they stick out they look great i love going i mean i'm not realistically gonna buy anything but i love to go in there grab stuff and you can tell they obviously did something right i mean like microsoft basically just copied them for their uh, microsoft stores their their uh surface stores or whatever they call them and like they did that and like you said the like the apple store in chicago like again I'm I'm not really gonna buy anything, but when Catherine and I went and stayed in Chicago um, a couple of years ago, we're like we were near an Apple store, and we're like, sure, might as well go check it out. And the whole like the area that they had built and all the stuff, like it was just an amazing thing. So like for sure, kudos to Apple on design, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't you can't really take that away from them. They're they're world class in that aspect. Um, and yeah, if you're, if you're in their ecosystem, if you got, you know, an iPhone, you know, an iMac, you know, you got all their, everything works well together if you're, if you got it all. But, you know, if you're like me who prefers to have an Android phone or, I mean, price wise, I just prefer to have an Android phone, I guess. Um, (laughs) um, you have that and then also, you know. PC, um, like it doesn't make sense for me to just get a single Apple product. Like yeah. the benefits aren't as good if you do it that way. So like, yeah, if you're gonna dip your toes in, you're basically you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna go full head head underwater eventually. You're gonna go full Apple. Yeah, <laughs> there's no yeah, man. there's no half Apple here. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I my exposure with Apple products has mostly been, you know, like, a couple iPods here yeah. and there. And, like, in college, right, we had Macs in the, in the computer lab. Um, but, I mean, those worked to do the stuff we were doing. Right. And, yeah, like, I, I think if you're, like you said, if you're in go all in and like be about it it's fantastic and it's kind of the same with almost any ecosystem right like yeah but the one thing with apple's ecosystem is it's expensive because their price points are like as we mentioned you know when you compare you you have comparable tech and you compare price points of that tech like apple's higher because i mean they they brand themselves as like a premium brand right premium tech brand you know they they look good they feel good they, you know there's just all that el- you know all those elements just you know this isn't cheap stuff so we're going to price it at right you know a premium price and then that, i mean that same thing happens across all sorts of categories and all yeah. sorts of all sorts of companies for sure um yeah what who's uh what a, what's that brand that has a freaking just a holder for the air tag that Apple. Okay, yeah, okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into the stuff. So Apple AirTags, right? They uh, they are the, I don't know if, if you're listening, if you've ever heard of Tile. Um, they, I don't know if they were one of the first, but they were one of the most popular um, kind of like tracker type devices. Um, I actually have 
keys that are I have a key smart this these are my keys and this is it's got a light it's got tile integration so you have an app and the idea with air tags and I'm pretty sure Samsung has a version of it called smart that I think it's a smart things tracker I don't know what the hell they call it um, but the idea is that you can put these things on or in stuff and be able to track items that you have right so um, keys a bag um, you know some people like tile and whatnot have things that are tall enough to slip into a wallet or something like that um, and so you have that so Apple finally announced their version of it right air tags um, it's I think 30 bucks for one yeah pretty I mean pretty affordable yeah like, right not... like not bad um, and a hundred bucks for a four pack so pretty comparable pretty solid um, they're nice you can like customize them a little bit obviously because of the way that Apple stuff works they have um, you know that fast pairing um, that kind of like Bluetooth low energy kind of technology where yeah you take it out you turn it on for the first time you just put it near your iPhone and it pops up a prompt to say like would you like to pair it and go through the setup process so that stuff's pretty cool it hooks into their find my network right which is the same as whatever's on you know their laptops and their phones and all that stuff so it's all in that same app and they got a bunch of uh accessories so yeah like what you're talking about right is their first party ones is they've got a bunch um that are available uh i think they're probably like 30 bucks for like so that that's the that's the first thing about these things is that there is no way to attach it to something without buying something extra on top of it right like you can buy unless your thing that you're attaching it to has like a it's like a bag and you're putting it into a pocket or something like that right like you could you could do that um, but you can't but yeah, like physically like, attach it like to a key ring does, or something yeah, it like that. Doesn't have like a hole in it, right? Yeah. To like attach like a key ring or anything. So you have to buy something extra. So they sell a bunch of stuff. Um, you have to buy an adapter. That's that's Apple's it's thing. Apple's thing, right? Buy an adapter. Dong. It's the Siri. dongle light for you. Siri. Um, part of why they got all that that's, money. That's that's why that's. One of the big reasons I don't buy Apple products. <laughs> so they uh, they have that, and the regular one I think I saw one is like thirty bucks or something. And then they have an uh, I don't know how to pronounce it Hermes, Hermes. It's uh, yeah, something like that. It's the same brand that you hear rappers talking about getting uh, people like bags, right? Um. And that version of it is $350. It is basically the same size and shape of leather. Yeah, Birkin bags, right? Birkin bags are Hermes bags. And they're like, they're one of those popular things. And they have like this iconic look and all this stuff. But they're selling one of these cases for it for $350. For this little tiny thing, like I, and there's nothing special about that. This is what messes me up about it, is there's nothing special about like the, it's obviously their leather or whatever they're doing, but I don't even know that they have any sort of like branding on it, that like proves to other people, right? Like if you're if you're getting this, it's for the clout, right? So it's like, 
Yeah. But it's is such it... like a small thing. Right? Uh, a holder for your air tag that's going to be attached to like it's it's an it's a little tiny accessory. It's not like a coach, you know, purse or bag or whatever that you have that is large and people can like they'll easily see it and recognize it. This is a little tiny freaking thing. Yeah, dude, like it's... a keychain thing essentially. There is, I mean, on the back of it, there's, it says the brand. So, like. But it's not, yeah, it's not super noticeable. It's not really something you'll look at and see, yeah, oh, that's a Hermes freaking. Right. The thing is, if if I were out and I were to see someone with a Birkin bag, I could potentially say, oh, yeah, that's a Birkin. I would recognize it's a it in style, right? <laughs> but like, this thing is just some leather that you know I I wouldn't tell I I probably wouldn't be able to tell some, the difference between the the forty dollar one and the four hundred dollar one. Some some leather with some contrasting stitching, and uh, you know Hermes logo on the back. Yeah, dude. And it's like there's. The regular key ring, there's a bag charm and a luggage tag. Luggage tag is the one that's $450. <laughs> and it's just such a small... Like, this is... This epitomizes the Apple the Apple thing, right? It's like, we were so special. We got status. Luxury, we got these things. It's a status symbol, it's a right? status thing. And I'm not mad about that at all because, I mean, like... I, it's not for me. I never would. That's why people bought like Beats headphones or yeah, oh, such trash headphones. Yeah, like not uh, even good. Like, there's so many better headphones out there. And, and what's a better? What's I mean, even that dude, right? Apple bought Beats. Yeah. Like, if if that tells you one thing, it's that like, this is just a status symbol thing. It it's is. Well, that yeah, that's quality. literally what Apple is. I mean, obviously there's benefits to Apple. Don't get us wrong, but for sure we we talked about it like the. But the people. People who have Apple products, like, they want to let you know they have an Apple product. Yeah. Like, oh, you uh, you have green text? Uh, oh. I just want text. blue texts are better. Whatever. You know, <laughs> and it's like, I get that argument from a standpoint of the default messenger on an iPhone between other iPhones gets you basically internet messaging capabilities but like you and i our phones come with google messages or android messages i have no idea what the hell google's calling it these days doesn't matter (laughs) you and i text and it's not text it's rcs right it is the equivalent of iMessage almost without the end-to-end encryption yet it's close we almost have end-to-end encryption almost um and it's like the same it's the same thing we can like we can reply we can't yeah. do quotes yet but like i'm sure that's coming down the line it's like but the amount of times i've ever like thought like i need to have that feature in text messaging oh, i wish i, I just, really wish i had this thing i just like, don't there's so many there. there's so many other like chat services that i use that i can use that stuff on like text messaging yeah. I text I text my mom and like any other random person. I wish so I use Signal like as the thing that I use with like my wife 
and a couple friends, like a group of friends. And like, that's great. It's encrypted. It's like, it's got all the special chat features and everything. And it's like open source. So yeah, like there, there are other third party or there are other kind of services out there if you really want to have those features or whatever. Right. And I mean, for, I mean, the simple thing, like a lot of people on Facebook, not everyone, but like Facebook Messenger, sure. Like if you're fine right. with that, like you get the same ideas. So <clears throat> yeah, like I've never thought to myself, oh, I should get an iPhone so that in this group chat, I'm not the green bubble or like right. I, I don't mess up the group chat. Like I don't care. Like, I, yeah, I don't care. Just tell me what, like, if I'm chatting someone, usually it's like we're trying to figure stuff out or whatever, like plan right. plan stuff. I, I have know. group messages with <clears throat> I have group messages with the same group of guys. Yeah. On four different platforms on four different things, <laughs> and it's like I don't care because and I I saw this one time someone said this like because we have smartphones, our smartphones are the universal messaging platform. Right. We don't necessarily need a universal messaging platform because our smartphone is what everything gets funneled through. Yeah, you might have to install multiple apps. You might have to sign up for multiple things. Great. But at the end of the day, I can get my my dank memes from Twitter, Facebook right. Messenger, text messages if I need to. Um, a lot of different sources, for sure. So. <clears throat> yeah, but that's, yeah. I mean, that's that's premium brands in a nutshell, though. Um, Hell yeah. There's, yeah, obviously, you know, talked about beats. Um, Freaking, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Kanye West sneakers, Yeezy. Oh, God, Yeezys. Like, they're just, <laughs> they're so ugly. But it's just a brand name, you know, people. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who, they just have money to throw around. They're they're fine with paying more, and that's and to an extent, like I like I will pay more for things for convenience. Like yeah, um, like I I get that aspect of it. Um, you know, you're not afraid to. You know, you really like some. I'm not. I'm not always shopping for. I'm not shopping for bargains or whatever. Trying to find the yeah. cheapest. I don't. I don't like need to. Essentially, I I have decent disposable income right um but at the same time like i'm not i'm not dumb about it <laughs> like <laughs> I, like i'm not I, i'm not doing it as a status symbol like i gotta right. have an apple product or these easies or these beats headphones or or these airpod headphones like to, i yeah. i i mean i hear good things about it. people like them to me yeah. they look freaking ugly as hell Dude, they're, they're the dumbest the thing looking is, things to me. They, they're and that, the thing about it is, I think like again, like we mentioned earlier, it's an ecosystem thing, right? Like AirPods, you take them out of the package, you open the case, and they really seamlessly integrate with your phone, and that's what makes them great. Or with your laptop, and that's what makes them great. But like, I've seen twenty, thirty dollar pairs of decent, pretty good quality active noise canceling earbuds that are basically airpod clones that work with any device i mean yeah you're not you don't open the case and a prompt comes up on your phone and you're good to go i mean android has that 
if the product that you're using has it like built in, but sure, like, yeah, I might need to do an extra couple steps to get something set up, but at the end of the day, like, I'm spending 30 bucks on a thing instead of 150, 200 for the Apple equivalent. Yeah. And I'm always like, for me, I, I'm not really a big Bluetooth guy, anyhow, at least for headphones. Because. Headphone jack. Yeah. I. I really wish I had a headphone jack on this thing. <laughs> um, but because, like, it's just one extra thing that you got to remember to keep them charged or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, potentially, like, where where did I put them, you know. Right. You know, it's so, like, for me, like, I just, you know, simple, either over the, over the head, over the ear headphones, which are large and you can't really forget. <laughs> all that much or uh or i have you know wired earbuds that you know i don't have to charge i can just use right i've had my headphones die in the middle of a meeting and been like damn or my controller die in the middle of a of a rocket league match and i gotta plug it in oh no yeah yeah it's there's always a downside all right, let's uh, let's move on from the. We're gonna talk about more Apple stuff, but what else did they announce? Um, Apple TV. They got a new one. It's 4K. Yeah, Apple I mean TV the name. 4K. It has 4K in the name, so now it's 4K. It felt like they could do 4K before, so I. Yeah, I don't. I'm not I don't know. One hundred percent clear, but the thing that I love about it is. Uh, the Apple TV remote, the new remote, right? They came out with a new one. I've always been intrigued by the other one. It's kind of got like a touchpad at the top where you use to navigate stuff. And um, that worked great and whatever. But the remote is 60 bucks. Like if you want to buy the new Apple TV remote with Siri, it's 60 bucks. Now to put that into perspective, for $10 less, you can get a whole ass Google Chromecast with Google TV which comes with a remote that has the assistant built in too right so like I think that I think I even said it was like my piece of tech like one of my favorite pieces of tech in our our best of 2020 yeah it's like that does 4k does all the stuff like it's great fantastic I think it's just funny again the markup on like just the remote itself you want to buy it on its own cost the accessories yeah a whole thing but yeah that's pretty cool and it's <clears throat> it's using the the same processor as their phones from a couple years ago it's using the a12 bionic i think they're on the 13 now so that's nifty um but yeah like i saw a comparison article that was like here's all the things that apple's like you can do this now unlike smart tvs and it's like we could do that it's not <laughs> pretending you're revolutionizing things all the time yeah that's another thing apple's really good at uh claiming yeah features that are revolutionary even though they've so brave (laughs) so brave Uh, a lot of courage a lot of courage to to to, remove the headphone to remove the headphone jack that's literally a thing they said worst freaking idea ever um hate i hate how everyone's done it 
Yeah. It's the worst. There have been a there have been a couple times where I legit have been like, yeah, I could I could definitely use a headphone jack. So while I am still team Bluetooth and I'm I'm fine with the life and I to some extent enjoy it, uh, there have been a a handful of times where I've been like wired would be dope. It's look, it's it's like I say with some other things. Um like nowadays everything has an app. Not everything needs an app. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, yeah. I shouldn't have to download an app to use this freaking hammer that I just bought my, at Home Depot. My air fryer? I would just <laughs> right. like to put things in it, make it hot. Right. <laughs> but everything has an app nowadays. We gotta, we gotta use everything. Everything has to have Bluetooth. You know, can't do a yeah. headphone jack anymore. Like, there are some things that don't have to be smart. Right? Yeah, there are things that are definitely convenient to be smart, but there are other things where it's like, why? Why Why have we done this? We, Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could, they never stopped <laughs> to think whether they should, you know? And that's kind of one of the things, like, it's one of the reasons I've never activated, like, the smart functionality on my TV. Oh, no. One, I mean, like, for a TV as old as mine, it's a smart TV, but... And I've heard that, like, apps on other smart TVs are are fine and whatever, but I think if you have a smart TV, if you have a smart TV, it should be running, like, some sort of special TV operating system, which I know they all are, but, like, there are TVs that are Android TVs, Right. And TVs, I mean, obviously they don't have, like, an actual Apple TV, but um, that's the route that I go, right? Like, I like having the Chromecast. Like I said, the Chromecast Google TV with the remote and everything, like, makes it great. Makes any TV smart, but I think that experience is even better than what's built into a lot of TVs. Right, and, and like, you know, I, and yeah, I feel, I feel like the experience with smart TVs, like, is just not good anyhow. Um, and the, the fact that like they're starting to run you know, I obviously I haven't made my TV smart I haven't you know given it Wi-Fi or anything but people are reporting like all of a sudden they're starting to see like ads come on their TV and yep. stuff like I, I don't need that I don't need that type of stuff yeah. um, I'm trying to get the least amount of ads as possible in my life but yeah so I have, like, I have other devices, you know, some people have, like, Roku boxes, you know, I have an Xbox, some people, you know, PS4s or PS5s, if you can get a PS5 nowadays, I I don't know, mass, mass (laughs) shortage. If you, if you can manage to get one, uh, good good luck. A lot lot of shortage of electronic parts nowadays, Um, but, like, if you have, you know, a gaming console, um, you know they have stuff built into those that like i just use that you know my xbox as essentially my smart tv functionality like that right. in combination with my chromecast and that's all i need i don't need my tv to have smart functionality because i have right. i can use those other things and that's what i used to do like i used to use my ps4 like as my streaming machine yeah because it was the most convenient way to get stuff onto my tv and now that i have a chromecast that has a remote 
it's like now I, I don't turn my PS4 on basically unless I'm going to play a game on it. Yeah. Well, and you also you have the uh, Stadia as well. Yeah, Stadia, so I can play uh, I can play on that Chromecast even though it's not officially supported and like on whatever browser. So yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, some but yeah. Things, some things just don't need apps. But they don't. They definitely don't. Uh, but yeah, the um, Apple TV. You know, it's unfortunate because I've. I'm not gonna get an Apple TV. Yeah. But like, I I kind of want to see like, John Stewart's new show. <laughs> That's you know, right. There's there's some like content that is only on Apple TV that I'm kind of a little jealous. I can't. You know, consume. Yeah, we watched. Uh friends our friends and i we watched uh one of those apple tv exclusive tv shows um defending jacob i think is what it was called um but yeah like that it's one of those things that's another thing is like there are a million netflixes now yeah um so like you you get on there you got your own everyone's got their own exclusive shows and all the stuff but yeah i'm not i'm not gonna buy it Luckily, I have, we have friends that have it, so if we really wanted to watch it, we could potentially watch it with them. Yeah. You can um, find ways. You can find ways. And you could definitely find ways. I've got my little Raspberry Pi set up now here. Um, I have an always-on Plex server now, which is... Ooh, yeah. Nice. I've, I've been thinking about setting one of those up. That would be nice. I bought a, I bought a Kana kit bundle off of amazon got it all set i already had an external hard drive that i was putting stuff on in the first place now i just got it set up they have you can put full ass ubuntu on on raspberry pi like through an installer that they supply hmm. now so like i'm running it it's all good it's on all the time i don't have to worry about i used to have uh this app called caffeine on my laptop to like keep my laptop from going to sleep oh. so that watching something sure. it wouldn't wouldn't go away but yeah um yeah there are ways to get things so for sure get some stuff uh the other big thing they announced new imax yeah colorful the return of the colorful imac i mean i remember back one of my first uh one of my first Apple like computer experiences was back in like elementary school, and they had those big bubble like those huge apple shaped, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Where they had everything was those nice colors. I'm pretty sure the ones in our computer lab were like all purple, mm -hmm. or whatever. But I uh, again, I like Apple's design generally the new imax i tweeted about it like i'm torn like they're both beautiful and gross um <laughs> yeah my... yeah the, the um right i got a i got a got a big old plane flying overhead right now i don't know if you can hear that <laughs> yeah i can hear it yeah it's a little uh a little loud that's uh that's what happens when you live next to an airport Apparently, people fly planes near them. I don't know. Big old jet engines. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, like Apple, I mean, I mean, you think about the early days of like the iPods, you know, the iPod Nanos, like those commercials, like they made a big deal about colors and, and really yeah. even even as time went on, you know, with the iPhones, you know, everybody was up in it. How long is this plane going to just, <laughs> it's like hovering over my house, just circling over my house right now. <laughs> Give me a second. I gotta, I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, Ryan's back. The plane I'm is back. gone. The plane is gone. We're all we're ready. We're ready to do this. There you go, man. Oh, just interruptions. Just no, just no respect at all. Not even one. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> but like, um, even yeah, as even, like Apple, right? Like they're uh... yeah. Even as time kind of gone on with iPhones, you know, there's. I don't know if it was like the iPhone 10. Um, I, I can't remember the exact one, but how there was like that champagne colorway that was yeah. huge. You know, like Apple's over the course of their career, like they were all have all been about like color. You know, especially in the mm-hmm. early days of the iPods. Yeah. And when iTunes like first came out and those commercials with, you know, the design direction of those the commercials. Left. You know the the colorful backgrounds with the the you know black silhouette you know person dancing or whatever and like but it was it was very colorful like they're all about like throwing color in your face design 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 catch your eye um and that's basically what they're doing here with these iMacs um yeah you know it's no longer you're just buying a silver iMac you know like it's been forever um you actually have choices like blue or purple or red or orange or yellow or green you know right taste the rainbow um <laughs> But at the same time, like you were saying, you know, you look beyond the color, and eh, it's not the greatest looking computer there. Yeah, like I'm, I'm genuinely impressed, right? Like I, with how thin they are. That's true. Thin. And the the thing about it, and a couple people have mentioned it, is that the headphone jack, which they have, <gasps> my dad, I might have to get one of these things. Yeah, you should get one of these, carry them around. But, you know? <laughs> they make they make like those cases to lug around those huge like I don't know, I don't think they're are they IMAX? But like no. Like probably older, larger IMAX. Yeah. You know, the all in one computers. Yep. Where like there's like actually like suitcases that you can because people th- that's like their computer so if they need yeah. to take it they don't have like a laptop that's their computer it. that they I'm can bring it take it um and they like it's a big freaking suitcase like they wrap like a leather strap around it or whatever and carry I mean, it it's an all-in-one so i mean like <laughs> you could you could bring it around just like any other just like a laptop if you're willing to bring the power cord, I guess. Good to go. I guess. Well, here's the thing: they have they have a uh, headphone jack, but that that also is like the USB port as well. Like you have to buy an adapter, plugs into a <laughs> headphone jack. It gives you then a USB port, and then if you want yeah. multiple USB ports, you need another adapter to split it. And <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's uh, it's funny they had to put the headphone jack, and I remember this about like all the other iMacs that I've ever used, like the, it was on the back, right? The headphone jack was on yep, the back. Yep. 
this one's on the side and it's because the new iMac is so thin that it yeah, yeah, couldn't yeah. support a, a regular headphone jack going through the back. I guess it's it's like 11 point something millimeters thick and a headphone, a regular headphone plug is 14 millimeters. Yeah, I'm surprised they put it on the side though. You'd think they'd put it on the bottom. Although maybe the speakers just run along the bottom there. The speakers are along the bottom, yeah. along at least some section of it. I think, I mean, obviously they showed off like a diagram of the inside of it too and whatever else. But my big beef with the new design is how huge that like chin is. I mean, like, where else are they going to put all the stuff that goes in the computer? <laughs> get a little bit thicker is all i'm saying i don't know dude i that's one of those things where i go back and forth i agree with you it's like phones right they're like oh a phone they make it and then they they're like oh the battery isn't that big give me a phone that's a few millimeters thicker right so that i can have a whole day of battery life like yeah there was a big the huge trend of being yeah the thinnest phone it's like i don't need the phone to be any thinner (laughs) Yeah, like, I'd, guys, we're fine. Everyone's <laughs> hands are perfectly fine with right. the phone. And if anything, there's there's a group of people that want phones to have smaller screens, right? So that they're more, like... I mean, that's kind of, like... That's kind of me. Like, I I don't want anything more. Like, I have, a, like, a 5.7-inch screen, I think, yeah. right here. Like, I Anything larger than that, I just... I don't think... I think it would be too large for a phone. Yeah, and you've got a you've got a Pixel Three, right? Yeah. So like my Catherine has a Pixel Three, and uh, my phone, I have a Pixel Five, fits in like basically the exact same footprint, but it has edge to edge screen. Right. right? So I have the six inch screen, but it fits in the same footprint. And to be honest, I had I came from the Pixel Two, and that was the Pixel Two XL. Mm-hmm. And it was the bigger one, and that one was a little bit tough of a reach sometimes. Yeah. And with this sitting in the same footprint as a three, I now understand more of like what people are talking about with the convenience factor of being slightly smaller. Like, I get it. There are always going to be people that want a bigger phone, and that's where I think like foldables are going to come in to kind of save the day, where like yeah. you have a regular size screen on the outside, and you open it up, and you've got a huge screen in there yeah. for for all your extra stuff. But yeah, it's one of those things where like, yeah, the, we don't need to race. We don't need to race to the thinnest smartphone. Like it was impressive, but now we need to maybe back off from that. We maybe went too far. Like give me, make sure I have a phone that can last me all day. Yeah. You got to find out where that boundary is. Right. And then you adjust. But yeah, it's one of those things like looking at this, it just seems to me like this just does not vibe with me from like Apple's design, like in a way, perfectly Apple design. But in other ways, I'm like, this just feels a bit wonky on their part. Yeah, but that's that's also something that Apple's done kind of recently with their designs. I mean, you remember they have their their wireless mouse that the charging port is on the bottom of oh it. Oh my god, they didn't <laughs> fix it, dude. God. So okay, like you can't be thing. you can't be charging it while you're using it. That's the next thing is like so they came up with these accessories, right? The new iMac accessories, they got a keyboard, regular one, dope. 
They have one that has a touch ID uh, spot in the yeah. upper right hand corner. Great. That's that actually to me is is pretty smart. Like I I like that in like my laptop has a fingerprint scanner to log in. My work one does too. And I like the my phone does. I mean we've we've had this stuff and so like I like the idea of a fingerprint scanner on your keyboard where it's convenient, where you can authorize um, payments or log in or do whatever else. Like that's neat. They color match to all the different colors that they have in the new iMac, and then they do the damn mouse, and they put the the charging port on the bottom like idiots again. I don't understand. Just change the design slightly or just carve out a little piece in the front so that if your mouse dies you can use it while it's plugged in yeah i don't it just seems hostile i don't understand who decided that uh apple did because i know but why who because they wanted to sell you another mouse they want you to have two mice you know the, uh, an everyday you know user and then a backup one just in case yeah. you need the mouse that you can use you need two so you charge the one and it just stays and then you use the other one but then when that one dies you use you just constant rotation yeah it's just that's how I they're think... able to build the huge freaking spaceship camp campus that they got selling everyone two mice everybody buys two mice and that <laughs> that allows them to to build that thing i couldn't i just couldn't like i the stuff came out i didn't see anything specific about the mouse i don't even know if they color match the mouse or whatever but like then i saw Dieter from the verge like tweet about it about how the charging port is still on the bottom and it just looks silly when you're charging it. And even on top of that, I don't know. I got to Google it real quick. But if it's still charging with a lightning cable, like, just. Yeah. And, well, and, and right around that same time, they had their iPad yeah. with the, the stylus and how the stylus charged. It stuck out of the yeah. bottom. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that was amazing. That was, <laughs> when that first came out, I'm like, this, you're just asking to just break everything. Yeah, and at that point, that was, like, kind of the first, like, it seemed like that was the first kind of crack in Apple's design. Because for a long time, you know, from the original iPad all the way through then, like, everything they released looked really good. And if you were, and if you were, you know, finding a flaw in it, you were nitpicking, you know, right. it wasn't something obvious. And then those things started to come out. And this is like after Steve Jobs, you know, died or whatever. And you're kind of like, uh, is Apple all right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you guys okay? You all right here? Um, yeah, there's just there's just these things that it's like, you can't be serious. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, looking at a picture of the original Apple Pencil just sticking out of the bottom of an iPad right now and it's just <laughs> insane. Luckily they changed that, right? Like with the second one. Yeah. But just like even that that was they found a whole was, lot of courage in some of their were, designs. They were so brave of them <laughs> to go, "You know what? We need to charge this thing. Let's just put 
a port on the end and you just jam it in the bottom of the iPad and Godspeed to anyone who's <laughs> who's trying to charge it. Good luck. Yeah, the new the new Apple Magic mouse or whatever the hell still charges with a lightning cable as well, which is annoying. They have four up to four USB C ports, Thunderbolt ports on the back of the new iMac and they are still and they changed the power cable for the iMac great and they're still just insisting just apple please for the love of god just give quit it just quit it with the lightning cables it makes me mad they want that control it actually upsets me because every major android phone now has usb-c they have multiple USB-C ports. They're the primary ports on MacBooks. They're the primary port on on iPads. On everything. Yet all this stuff bothers the hell out of me that they're still sticking with USB-C for, or with Lightning for anything in their lineup. Yeah. Put a USB-C port on the bottom. Fine. If you're still going to put the stupid port on the bottom of the mouse, great. But make it USB-C. <laughs> so I can use one very least. charge. And then the iPhone... Get, make it USB-C. Be yeah. actually brave for once. And just put... But then... The but then they wouldn't have the monopoly on accessories. Yeah, I just watched a video the other day about... There was some guy who was, like, making fun of, like, Apple or Android users or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, USB-C, it's the port of the future. And it's like, I've literally said that. And I'm not wrong. <laughs> But, like, you're right, a bunch of iPhone people, people have iPhones and whatever, they're going to have a lightning cable and no one has the charger that I need. Unless they have one of these other things that use that same thing. Luckily, like, if I'm at someone's house and they own a MacBook, which charges with USB-C, I can just be like, plug my phone into it, great, it'll charge it. Like, it'll be fine. But... I I just think it's so interesting that they they've stuck with lightning for so long still. They doubled down on the upside down mar- mouse charging thing <laughs> and as well as still being lightning. Yeah. Oh, Apple. Just ridiculous. Our old friend well anything else uh no man i mean they put last tidbit is they put they put an m1 chip in the new ipad pro yeah it'll be interesting to see how kind of the m1 chip really if it really has a drastic change for the future of apple products yeah i mean i've seen I've seen both positive and negative things so far. Like the performance is great, but also the support is not necessarily there for everything. So yeah. that's one of the things that like always happens when, you know, something new like that comes out though. Right. So we're, we're going to go through, I mean, Apple's going to go through a, a growing pains period with this. I find it interesting for them to put M1 chips in more things, right. Their own Silicon and more things, because I think that'll, get us closer to a point where a lot of Apple things are more ubiquitous, right? Where, like, you could eventually have a day 
where you plug an iPhone into some sort of desktop slash like docking station type of thing and it is like it is also your desktop or your laptop in some way where like you add a boost of more RAM or like a dedicated GPU and stuff to it but you run a single OS basically that morphs to the screen you're on in multiple areas which again is somewhat of a dream right like the fewer things that you need to get necessarily and the more uniform your experiences on multiple things the better so i would agree that uh that'll be cool and that's that's part of why there's there are rumors that google's coming out with their new their own silicon this year that the pixel 6 might run whitechapel they might use whitechapel which is their whitechapel which is their own chip right they're gonna get off i mean qualcomm has a chokehold on mobile processing just generally um so apple might apple i think potentially or sorry google potentially working with uh samsung a little bit to kind of work on making their own in-house chips which Again, I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Pixel fan. So to have kind of the equivalent of, of an iPhone where we have a Pixel where Google controls the hardware and the software pretty closely, that can integrate that and have it work really well together is an interesting idea. We'll see how it goes. First generation of anything is normally not that great, but right, we'll it's more of a please help invest in the future. Mhm. Yeah. No, nah, man, that's uh that's it. I mean, that's basically every everything they did. Oh, uh iPhone 12, but it's purple now. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the last bit. I mean, colorful. Color is what it's all about. They got the uh just those those two the back of that phone just looks ridiculous to me. <laughs> those two cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not saying it's wrong it's just weird I am see I am glad that like the iPhone kind of went back to that kind of metal edge look I dude I I like the the more hard line squared off yeah you can stand it up look yeah I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of that for sure yeah because I had I mean that was like the iPhone 5 was mm-hmm. the last iPhone I had, and it basically had that style to yeah. it, and it, it was it felt really good. It it looked, it felt great. Like then you know they kind of went away from it, and but yeah, I really I really like that look. It's a that's a premium look. That's a that's a I'm gonna spend four hundred dollars on a keychain look right there. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yes. I can't wait till they have the leather wrapped. <laughs> iPhone 12. <laughs> oh, that'll be the day. That might get me to switch right there. Ooh, please don't say those things. <laughs> All right, no. I, I went too far. I went too far. You I, went. I apologize. <laughs> it's not. It's not just the cost of iPhones <laughs> that makes me not want to go to it. It's that and the cost of, you know, the plan you have to buy with it. Like, 
it's just it I feel so great not having to be on AT&T anymore or any other of those company plans. Yeah, I'm still uh I'm still living the AT&T life, but if I were if I weren't on a family plan, I would likely be with you. Yeah, like freaking for sure. You get a Pixel for, you know, you're not spending a grand on a phone. I don't know what it was, like 300, 400 bucks, something like that. Yeah. For a phone. For pretty good, like, as much specs as I really ever am going to need on a phone. Right. Like, I don't use, I'm not a huge phone user. I don't do, I don't really game on my phone. Um, I'm just not into mobile gaming. That industry yeah. is a joke. Um, but beyond that, I can use Google Fi. Yeah. Which, instead of paying 60, 70 bucks for a month for my phone, I am paying like at most 30 bucks. That's. And it's. Most months, crazy. most months it's in the 20s. That's, I mean. Like, that's why I don't have an iPhone. That, pretty much right there is. Yeah. And Google Fi just. Uh, Unleashed a new unlimited plan. They had an right. unlimited plan for yeah, like I heard about that. eighty bucks, but now they have. Doesn't have all the extra. There's like there, there's some things that are taken off, but it's still like, it's still unlimited. Like for the most part, it's unlimited, and it's yeah. seventy bucks, which right. is what I would have been paying AT and T for, like not unlimited. Yeah, for like what do you got? Like two or three gigs. <laughs> Literally, it would have been yeah two gigs. I, I yeah. believe it was. Um. Yeah. So, like, that's why I don't have an iPhone. If you're wondering why I haven't jumped to the iPhone land, to the Apple land, that's it right there. That's literally it. Yeah. I mean, in this economy? <laughs> At you this gotta, time of year? In, in these trying times? In this particular part of the kitchen? <laughs> you got to consider the overall bill. <laughs> right. It's not like I have anything against Apple. It's yeah. just, it's a smart decision. <laughs> right? Because, number yeah. one, I don't have any other Apple devices, so I'm not in the ecosystem. I don't use right. iTunes. I don't, like, use Siri. I don't use Apple TV. I don't, like, I'm not in the ecosystem. Yeah. Buying an iPhone does, just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. In my situation. It literally does not. And so if you're not going to buy an iPhone, what are you going to buy? An Android. Are, <laughs> you don't really have apps. another choice. <laughs> Back in the day, you could choose a Windows phone. Oh, Windows phones. <laughs> but not anymore. Not anymore. I had one one Windows phone that I used as another Gap phone. Slash like a, I've still got it around. I don't have a SIM card that fits it anymore. So it's no. useless now. But... Those, uh, the owner of my company had, he was, he loved, loved Windows Phone. So did my buddy. But no chance, man. No chance. Well, another plane is um, flying by, so I feel like we need to wrap this video up here. We yeah. need to wrap this episode up. Wrap Can't let another up. plane derail us here land. If, Do they... know, if we don't end this, they cannot land. <laughs> yeah, they're just circling overhead right now. They just, can you guys wrap this up here? We're getting some interference from a podcast being recorded. 
thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on the YouTubes. Hey. Um, yeah, and hopefully it won't be another two and a half months until our next episode. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get back to a better cadence here. Let's make make some time. Yeah, but until then, we'll catch you on the flip side. Stay frosty, y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com.